And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Hello, everybody, and hello out there in Rochester, New York, where you're listening to us on WRFZ, FM 106.3, and hello to Mary Perry, accredited disability representative in Rochester, who underwrites the David Bowers Awards on Rochester Free Radio. Thank you very much, Mary Perry. We are so appreciative of your support. And I uh, want to remind everyone that you'll find us around the Internet, not only here on Blog Talk Radio. And where else will you find us besides Blog Talk Radio? I think Spreaker and uh, Turn off uh, the the Amazon <laughs> Alexa design, devices. Oh, yes, and, YouTube, uh, Spreaker, yeah. iTunes, Mixclouds, and uh, all over the place. Let's have some music. Here's our first guest of the week, a young lady who is an award-winning Russian-American singer. She's now based here in the States in Los Angeles. She goes by the name Marina V. This is Beautiful Forever. Dream of you and you 
Marina V and beautiful forever. What a voice, John Bon Jovial. She's got that nice sultry come hither sound to her. Yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty good. She's got yeah. a great voice. Yes, yeah, she does. I, I I was really impressed when I heard that. I said I've got to get that on the show and share it with our listeners. Welcome aboard for another the David Bowers Awards. John Bon Jovial, how are you this week? Uh, life continues to be interesting and continues to be surprising and it continues to just go on one foot after another, after another. We here in Southwest Florida have been drowning while the good folks out in California have been burning. And I sure wish that we could send some of that rain their way, because if there was such a thing as a drought in Southwest Florida, well, there sure as hell isn't anymore, because uh, <laughs> we have just just this weekend alone in the Fort Myers and Naples area, some areas, actually, the extreme was seven inches of rain uh, in one day in, in a couple wow. of areas. The the average over the, uh, the the three days from Friday to Sunday was about three to four inches. It, it, it rained like crazy here. Wow. We we got a little rain here in the desert. Uh, I, I don't really have a number as to how much. I don't think it was enough to uh, to make a huge difference, although some areas did get some fairly significant quantities up in the northwest part of the state, up uh, Kingman and up along the uh, Colorado River, Lake Havasu, Bullhead City area. Uh, they got more Matter of fact, they were getting rain through last night, I think. But uh, yes, uh, California could definitely use some rain. That's uh, that's tragic. What's going on in the state of California right now? And I'm not talking politics. I'm talking about the uh, the fires going out there. It's uh, oh, the, yeah, the, the, the what is it? The car fire, and then there's the, car the one fire that's is a big one. There's, there's 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 one up by Redding. I don't know if that's one in the same. Yeah, uh, that's the car yeah, fire. It's, it's, there's, it's, there's another one in okay, Yosemite. Yeah. 
Uh, oh, yeah, the Ferguson you, Fire, because that's our old stomping grounds there in the right. Owens Valley and such. Yeah, Right, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I think they've got about 12 major fires going in the state as of this uh, as of uh, when we recorded this show but uh, yeah our uh, our hearts go out and our thoughts are with the uh, the people of California who are suffering and uh, also to the uh, to the firefighters and authorities that are trying to help those people because that is one monumental task i know arizona is sending up uh, is sending up help up there too so our our thoughts and prayers are with you the folks in california who are fighting these tragic fires. We also have a uh, our first B. David Bowers Award of the Week, and uh, this is uh, this is one of those donor awards. This is this is not one that uh, I mean, this is not one that we really like to hear, but uh, we have to we have to comment. Uh, thanks to Drake. Uh, who is, as you know, one of the biggest music stars in the, today's world. But uh, he really stepped on it this time. He started and encouraged uh, another one of those stupid, stupid pranks that kids all over the world are doing. And yes, some of those kids are old enough not to be considered kids uh, with his In My Feelings Challenge. I don't know if you're... Uh, if you're aware of this, John, but uh, for those of I you am. who might have who might have missed it, he uh, started this thing in his uh, recent video, which has gone viral, where uh, people get out of a moving car and dance alongside the car as it's moving down the street. And there are people uh, getting hit by cars all over the place, and uh, fortunately, none really seriously yet. And you stop and think about how ridiculous it is if if you don't get hit, your car could hit somebody else, or uh, you know the, the 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 possibilities are just horrendous. It's stupid, and I cannot believe that they actually went ahead and did this. To me, it just points up how ludicrous our entertainment society has become, and in, insofar as setting examples for the youth of today. We do crap like that, and then we wonder why our kids grow up to be screw loose. I, I, I'm, really, I'm really totally outraged by it, and I, I cannot believe that Drake, his people, and the record label actually allowed this to happen. They seem to be condoning it, and it's just absurd. It is just a stupid damn thing to do. And shame on you parents for making your kids think that that is okay, because it is not. And I must correct you, David, there has been one death associated with this trend now. There has. It was, reported, it was reported this morning. Uh, now, of course, now we are recording this ahead of time, ahead of air, but uh, we don't normally uh, date the show. But as of uh, Monday the 30th of July, 2018, it was reported late yesterday that there was a death associated with it. And I got to tell you, I'm not going to say it because of FCC rules and regulations. We don't want to get Jeff in any trouble at WRFZ, but it is a stupid G damn thing to do. And just stop it. It, it, it is. It, it's totally unforgivable. And uh, they, the uh, label should have come out with a retraction redone the video and they they should be all over the media now to publicize the fact that uh, 
don't do this at home. Don't do it, period. And uh, for you parents out there who have let this happen, let your kids do it, it goes back to what I've been harping on for a long time. We have a serious lack of parenting in this country. And I hope to heck I never have occasion to see or become aware of this happening in my presence. And I'm not going to go on because we could rant about this forever. Point made. Yeah, we got too many other positive things to talk about. Including a guest that's waiting right uh, next door to come on and talk to us about a glam rock band from Denver, Colorado. But first, yes, I did forget our salute to the idiots doing this Drake challenge. And on now to our guest from the band Love Stallions. Aaron will be joining us shortly, and here is their song, which is called Big Rock Radio.
This is Justin Bieber. And when I'm not busy harassing Selena Gomez, I'm listening to David Bowers on The David Bowers Awards. Right here on Blog Talk Radio. Big Rock Radio. That's Ben from Denver, Colorado. They call themselves Love Stallion. And here to talk with us about Love Stallion is Aaron. Come on in here and say hello, Aaron. Hey, how are you? Doing okay. How about yourself? I'm doing awesome. Good to have you here. Good to have you here with us. Thank you for sharing your music and your time. This uh, track we just played, uh, Big Rock Radio, now that's from your uh, debut album, right? Yeah, Unforgettable Ride, just released in June. Absolutely, and uh, I was listening to a couple of the tracks. We're going to play another track off from it after we talk with you. But uh, I was noticing you've got some uh, you get some pretty heavy creds on that. You worked with uh, Steve Avitas, who's a, uh, a major recording engineer producer in Denver and has been. He's worked with a, a lot of big names: uh, Tony Bennett, Kenny Rogers, Peter Cater, among others. Uh, how'd you how'd you hook up with him in the first place? Yeah, so my uh, my vocal coach, Dr. Scott Martin, uh, Doc's uh, been kind of an industry pro here in Denver for over 30 years. Um, so been, had been working with Doc for several years, and him and Steve go way back, I think, to the early 80s. They've been buds since then. So um, he connected us, and uh, Steve's kind of just like Doc, kind of became like family pretty quickly. It was awesome to work with, and he's at uh, Colorado Sound there, in, just north of Denver. Awesome! That's a, that is a, a great connection to make anytime, but especially for your debut album. Now, uh, I'm sure there are many of our listeners that aren't really familiar with you because you haven't been a, a national name for a period of time. But uh, tell us a little bit about the origin of the band and how you got to where you are today. Yeah, so Big Rock Radio is actually one of the first tracks we wrote. Um, Rob and I who founded the band. He's the guitarist. Um, uh, we were at a concert and uh, outside taking a break, getting a beer, kind of talking about what would our ultimate dream band be. And it was to kind of bring back that arena rock, big rock sound of, you know, late 70s, 80s, Van Halen, David Lee Ross, um, Def Leppard, that sort of thing. And so uh, we're actually kind of by the bathroom, I remember, drinking our beers and singing singing some of those ideas into the phone. That's really uh, the place to... That's really the place to be drinking. He's right by the men's room. It's a short trip from there. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we were right. You know, I don't remember how close we were. We we had popped a popped an edible beforehand, so we were in a real creative space and uh, uh. just kind of floating about. So, um, so yeah, we actually uh, originally named the band Big Rock Radio just as kind of we wanted to have this kind of amalgamation of all the best elements of the arena rock that we, you know, we've been listening to for so long. Right. Sure. Um, and then uh, another, uh, actually our first single off the record, slow release, we, we kind of, that was the second song that we were singing into our phones that night. So um, see, yeah, after that it was, uh, and I had had doc's info for a minute. So I had uh, called him the next day 
started taking um, some kind of vocal and performance lessons, and Rob and I uh-huh. started writing the record. And the uh, Love Stallion, which you see today, has just been kind of a, um, I think, kind of similar to Queen's origin story, is they just it just kind of took on a life of its own, and we kept adding, adding, adding until we had this glitzy, glamorous, sparkly project that you see now. Fantastic. And uh, being able to hook up with an Emmy Award-winning uh, producer of gold records to start your career, or at least your uh, your album career with, uh, is, is fantastic. I know there was one magazine, Events Magazine, uh, said that uh, your new album, Unforgettable Ride, is, I think they said, definitely one of the more unforgettable rock releases in recent memory, which is uh, which pretty high praise when you come right down to it. Yeah, we've been uh, just, I mean, of course, every musician thinks their music is good, but we've just been blown away by all the positive uh, feedback and reviews of the album. Everyone's really loving it. Oh, that is that is really fantastic. And the uh, the other track that you just mentioned, Slow Release, is the one that uh, we're going to be playing after we've had a chance to talk with you for a while. Uh, now, I understand that you're... Uh, you're looking to do some uh, some touring here. Yeah, that's kind of the next step. You know, it took uh, uh, recording sure takes a lot out of you and um, kind of building the performance. And um, so we, we finally feel like we've kind of got got all, most of our ducks in the row and uh, can start start planning some mini tours at least for next year. We want to definitely get out to the Midwest and California and Southwest. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's kind of always been the dream since I was, when I was a kid was the, you know, the rock star touring rock star. Well, from what I'm hearing, uh, from people in the uh, Denver area that have seen you, uh, you, uh, you guys have a, a pretty good start on that. And I want you to tell us if you would, please, about this uh this sexy disco legs thing <laughs> so there's uh actually a pair of those hang in my family room i thankfully have 10 foot ceilings they hang right in the middle of my family room um so they uh gosh long story i went to uh back in 2013 or 14 i went to an edm festival in california and I saw kind of a version of it and uh, asked, asked the venue where they got it and someone had just kind of made it themselves. And um, so in my quest to buy a pair just to, just to have it home where, where I normally hung my disco ball, um, I ended up having to kind of create it myself. And um, uh, so anyway, uh, had a bunch of those made and that then morphed into actually bringing those, a couple pairs of those on stage with us. Um, and we kind of came up with the, the quote, the next generation disco ball, because they're, they're truly about five feet tall and uh, <laughs> about two feet wide. And, um, you know, we, uh, our, our joke on stage is that they were modeled after my legs. You know, they, they uh, put, put me in a harness and dipped me in hot wax, and, and those are my legs. 
So it's kind of become somewhat of love stallion lore to have the uh, the sex disco legs, and it's people love coming up to see them up close when we play a show. Oh, and they, they certainly, yeah, it's kind of cool. It's um, very asymmetrical refraction of light uh, or reflection of light, unlike the disco ball. It's kind of um, asymmetrical and gives a cool cool vibe to the to the stage. Right, and uh, for uh, for the listeners who haven't uh, had the uh, pleasure of seeing this yet, you uh, you will see that. Let's see, you've got that. Uh, I know you've got it on your Facebook page. I think you've got it on your uh, your website too, don't you? Yeah, we've got it all. We even uh, a buddy of mine helped. Uh, he actually shot a video, so we put a video of it on YouTube, and that's actually my family room. So people can get the the, uh, the details and the close-ups of what it is, along with a little disco track in the background. Fantastic. And that's, uh, <laughs> hey, it, it's a great thing. You've got yourself a good, solid fan base. You've got a, uh, you've got a good handle on what you're doing and where you're going. Uh, you've got, a, uh, you've got a, uh, a clever image and uh, attention-getting device. You've got a pretty good handle, a pretty good package there. And of course you've hooked up with a, uh, an old friend of ours, uh, Michael at MTS management in uh, Los Angeles. Um, he's doing what doing your publicity and promotion. Yeah. Michael's been incredible to work with. Um, just super sharp guy really knows what he's doing, delivers on what he says he's going to do. Um, so yeah, he's been help helping getting the word out on the record and, um, we've just been blown away at just working with him, but also the people we've met through him. Now, my question for you, Aaron, this is John, uh, is, you know, listening to, uh, the music, uh, here. And as David you know, likes to point out almost every week is that sometimes he purposely does not let me, uh, preview the music because he wants an honest opinion and reaction. And, you know, my opinion and reaction is all positive to your stuff. Uh, you have, at least in my own opinion, a, a distinct 70s rock and roll sound, late 70s rock sound, glam sound, call it what you will. Uh, what I want to know is what bands of that era uh, influenced you guys to create this sound that you have? Good question. Yeah, we um, so Rob and I share a lot of the same influences, uh, but I'd say the biggest ones would be Van Halen. I think that comes through quite a bit on the big rock radio track um, and seeing with slow release. Um, Def Leppard, definitely Kiss. Um, Kiss is w one of our all-time favorite bands, just kind of the um, real hooky, catchy, um, you know, riff rock sound. A um, little bit of rat in there and then kind of the gang vocals of Leopard and uh, uh, Van Halen. Um, so yeah, those are. I'd say those are kind of the big four that we. That it, you we know, it's because it, it, it's funny to, to me. I mean, I'm hearing the Kiss sound. Yes, absolutely. But I was kind of waiting for the mention of another band that you haven't yet, because to me, I heard a very heavy influence from Boston, uh, in in your sound there. And yeah, the Def Leppard and the Rat and all that stuff, and Van Halen certainly. Uh, yeah, but to point. me, the two heaviest, yeah, the two heaviest influences to me in listening to your music uh, was Boston and, and Kiss. And, and, you know, and I what got, say I, you to that, sir? <laughs> I got the Boston <laughs> influence out of that, out of that uh, track we just played, yes. 
Yeah, you know, uh, Rob's definitely into Boston. He he wrote the riff to Big Rock Radio. Um, yeah, so I guess I uh, he isn't here to speak for himself, but uh, we've definitely heard that comparison plenty of times. Yeah, it definitely. Uh... You definitely get that feel there, uh, especially through the riff in the uh, in the song. I, I noticed that too, and I'm glad you brought that out, John. Uh, so, tell us, if you would, Aaron, what's next on the line? Are you going right now? Are you headed into touring? You got some other stuff planned? What, what's on the uh, what's on tap for uh, Love Stallion? So, Rob and I are uh, just busy writing some new tunes. Uh, we're going to have a good catalog for when we get on the road. Um, we're prepping now to do another music video. We did one for slow release. Uh, we plan to do one for big rock radio in the fall. Um, so that's plenty of details to, to get together. And then, um, yeah, following that, once we kind of get both of those things, uh, hammered out, we'll start, start prepping for the, the, the mini tours in 2019, probably, probably in the warmer months. So we don't have to deal with the weather. I don't blame you, especially uh, especially being from uh, Denver as you are. I'm I'm from upstate New York, so I have a a little bit of familiarity with that uh, that uncomfortable thing known as winter. But uh, want to be sure and mention to you a couple of things. First off, once you're on our show, you're part of the family, so we'll always be here for you. We'll help you uh, promote, do whatever we can. I have a Facebook page. You can find just uh, just search Facebook for the David Bowers Awards. I have a group music page, and that is there for guests on the show to post whatever they want their uh, their schedule their new music releases post their videos whatever you want to share with people there's one more place for you put it on your uh, put it on your PR list and uh, you can go ahead post whatever you want from your music there and uh, we'll uh, we'll be happy to help you spread the word and uh, want to take this moment to thank you for coming by and sharing your time and music with us and uh, tell everyone that uh, not only on Facebook, you can find them at uh, www.lovestallionrocks.com. And uh, you can also just Google them at Love Stallion. The, uh, the name of the album, tell them the name of the album again, Aaron. It's called Unforgettable Ride. And we're going to play, we're going to play another track off of that album right now. And before we do, tell us a little bit more about Slow Release. Uh, so Slow Release is definitely that uh, double entendre kind of kiss, kiss vibe title. But uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's, um, it's a really fun song, uh, riff driven, kind of that wall of harmonies vibe you get from Halen and Lapbird. But just kind of that slow release into the weekend, but also about finding love and um, just kind of the ramp up to the uh, proverbial climax of the evening. <laughs> gotcha. Sounds great. Aaron, best to you and all the guys. Be sure to keep in touch. Let us know what's going on because we like to follow your careers and, and help you promote it too if we can. We look forward to seeing you. If you get down to Arizona or Florida, be sure and look us up. We'd love to see you in person. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Aaron. The band is Love Stallion. You're going to be hearing more from them. And right now you're going to hear Slow Release.
This is David Martinez. I have no clue what I'm doing, but I know I'm listening to the David Bowers Awards on Block Talk Radio. There you have it. Slow release. That's Love Stallion right here on the David Bowers Awards, where we have our next guest standing by and ready to check in and tell us a little bit about uh, their music and lifestyle over on the other side of the pond. Uh, More guests from over in merry old England, and they join us right after we listen to this first track. They call themselves Fitzsimon and Brogan, and this is Girl in a Gilded Cage. Just a reminder, to help your favorite indie artist get nominated for an independent tone award, all you have to do is send us the name of your favorite indie artist. We'll go over all the submissions from now to the end of October, and from them, we'll select who we'll be sending to the independent tone awards as nominees to be awarded in December. Here's your chance to have your voice heard in the independent tone awards. Send the name of your favorite indie artist to me, David, at thedavidbowers.com. Check out all the categories at theindependenttoneawards.com. 
and send the name of your favorite indie artist to me, David, at thedavidbowers.com. It's that easy. And your favorite indie artist could be an Independent Tone Awards nominee. There you have it. It's girl in a gilded cage. They call themselves Fitzsimon and Brogan, and they're here to talk with us right now. Come on in and say hello, guys. Hello there. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, fine. How are you? Yeah? Uh, we're doing okay, thanks. We're uh, <laughs> we're having a little fun here today. We got off to a shaky start with some weird things happening, but hey, that's all, right. all part of the game. You're Neil, right? That's right, yeah. And uh, this is the uh, first time a lot of people here in the States have heard of uh, Fitzsimon and Brogan. Tell us a little bit about yeah. your background. Um, yeah, we were both uh, in a band called Pretty Blue Gun. Um, that got a lot of critical uh, acclaim. But unfortunately, our record company ran out of uh, money by the time it came to release our stuff. Ouch. Um, yeah, yeah, it was one of those. Um, and we're getting airplay on national radio and everything. So that was great. Um, but then when that, uh, we actually, like, um, we, we sued the record company for a restraint of trade, and that took about... Um, 16 months to get away from them so since then we've been work, working just the two of us uh, uh b does all the vocals uh and i i write the stuff and play guitar and uh yeah like a songwriting like artists and the production team yeah that's what we've been doing um you had, uh, you had gone yeah i was going to say uh the uh, two albums that you released in addition to some critical acclaim you had some uh some pretty heavy help on those albums. Yeah, yeah, we did. Um, well, they were produced by um, Pat Collier, uh, mm-hmm. who produced uh, Katrina and the Waves, Walking on Sunshine. Uh, and we were big fans of him. He, 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 I mean, he produced people like uh, Belinda Carlisle, Voice of the Beehive. Uh, so I was a fan of his. And um, the record company actually uh, got, you know, paired us up and uh, we've been working with him ever since uh and he does all of our stuff now so yeah and uh, we had members of the art of noise playing on it um the keyboard player the moody blues right yeah dave bronze uh dave bronze who uh played with eric clapton his bass player right. uh, yeah they got those in to work with us as well so uh, yeah that was great yeah, that must, how, how is it working with those guys? I mean, you're you're working with uh, with uh, some people from different groups, all you know, all recognized yeah. names and successful. And here you come yeah. along, and you got to jump in and fit in with them. How's <laughs> like? How's that work for you? Uh, well, yeah, it was quite nerve wracking to be quite honest with you, because it was a weird thing. We went from like doing demos at home in our bedroom and. Um, about six to eight weeks later, we were in a studio with all those people we just talked about. So it, it right. was a bit, um, I thought we were going to be discovered, you know, and slung out after the first couple of days. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but, it, but uh, the um, the keyboard player from the uh, Moody Blues, Bias Bashel, he wrote that I've got the music in me for Kiki D. Right. Um, he was playing, uh, because I was the leader of the group, uh, they voted, the other band members, that, um, I should be the one to go in and tell him we didn't like what he was playing because I was the leader of the band. Ah, uh, the so joys like, of being the leader. <laughs> yeah, I know. So they, they, they like shoved me through the door and I got me like, you know, the wrong end of the stick. And um, 
Uh, but he was fine about it, to be quite honest. And, uh, you know, I realised after a while, uh, you do get kind of used to it. But I was talking to Dave Bronze and I was like making him a coffee in the kitchen in this studio. And I just said to him, some motorcycle courier came in with some tickets for him. Uh-huh. We lose you, Neil. Neil, I I think we've lost the connection. Oh, Neil, Neil, there you are. Okay, yeah, we lost you there for a second. Neil, hello. Yeah, the audio. We're we're losing the phone connection there. You know, we we do we we do have a connection between here and the London area, and sometimes it can get a little you know a little crazy, and uh, so. Neil, I don't know if you can hear us, but we've lost you, and hopefully we can get you back here again. Yeah, well, no. well, the connection, yeah, I, the connection just ended there, so I imagine he's going to try and call us back. Uh, yeah, really, yeah. really impressive for them, as, as he mentioned. Uh, you know, writing in their in their home, and then six weeks later. They're in this professional studio with uh, Eric Clapton's bass player, Dave Bronze, and Tobias Boschel of the, the Moody Blues. Pip Williams, of course, was, uh, uh, he was a, a guitarist on the Walker Brothers track, No Regrets. I think he's back there. We can check and see if we have the phone connection now. It looks like he's back online. But uh, they actually went on national tours uh, with that band across the UK until they finally disbanded. Let me see. Neil, are you back with us? Yeah, I'm back. I don't know what happened okay, there. there we, are. Uh, we lost the connection somewhere along the line, but uh, I was just yeah. going over what you were, what you were telling us and, uh, and uh, actually enjoying the amazement of the fact of, of going from writing in the confines of your own home to all of a sudden being yeah. in the studio with, with these real heavyweights. Yeah. Now you and B, uh, you do the songwriting, yeah. and she's the lead vocalist. Uh, how long have you two been yeah. together? Uh, we've been together now for about uh, 15 years, I think. Uh, um, okay, so you, you've got to know each other. Oh Well, we, we're, we're an item as well. Well, <laughs> I was, yeah, I was not, certainly I'm not, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not yeah. surprised, but I mean, you've gotten to, you've gotten to know each other on the uh, on the oh, creative yeah. level as well, to where you can uh, oh, you yeah. can work together and, and you get an idea of of what to do to accent each yeah. other's each other's ideas. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Tell us a little yeah, bit about but, where, where. Go ahead. You go ahead. Uh, yeah, when we um, we went an item first for the first couple of years, uh, uh, B answered an advert when we were like looking for uh, singers and everything, and she was in the band for a couple of years before we actually started going out. So, yeah, we've got a really good understanding of how each other work now, and um, we've actually got our own studio where we do our stuff uh, in our home as well now. Ah, so it's it's a little little more uh, involved than uh, just sitting around at the table or on the bed at night before you go to sleep and just jotting down notes and stuff. You you got yourself in yeah. the groove. <laughs> well, I'll tell yeah, you what, right. uh, yeah, uh, people are gonna love uh, this big blue world cut when we play it. Now that was released back at the end of June, and uh, yeah. I un- I understand from what I've heard that. Uh, there is a reason that uh, there aren't a lot of pictures of you two out on your promotion stuff. I noticed the uh, Big Blue World yeah. has that uh, 
uh, that beautiful blue logo picture. Tell us a little bit about yeah. why there aren't pictures of you two. Uh, well, one of the reasons was one of the things that we found very hard to live with was that when we signed the, the record deal, um, it really drove us mad all about the image thing, especially for B, you know, being the only female in the band. She was put under such uh, close scrutiny and we had to do photo shoots, which well, I just hated them. Uh, so we decided, you know, we, we've always admired people like bands like uh, Tintin Out and Talk Talk and bands like that who are really pretty much... Uh, faceless in a way, but they they produce really good music, and hopefully that's what we're trying to do. Well, yeah, I, I was told that, and that's why I asked. I was told that uh, one of your reasons for <laughs> that was the fact that you wanted to put the emphasis on the music rather than yeah. on on yourselves, and that's a, a, an yeah. interesting uh, it's an interesting perspective yeah. for someone in your position. There's so many uh, so many artists out there that uh, they really want that spotlight on them. And uh, I, I think yeah. in, in some ways they do themselves a disservice because it takes away, you know, yeah. it, it's one thing to, uh, it's one thing to accent the product and another thing to access the, uh, to accent the means of getting that product out there. So uh, it, it's an interesting yeah. perspective and it puts you, it puts you into the position of, uh, of being a studio act, um, well, yeah. like, uh, you know, like, uh, you mentioned in your uh, bio, Tintin out and talk, talk, uh, yeah. and that's a good thing because there's, uh, there's more concentration on the music. Now the, the other yeah. side of that coin is, uh, you better pretty well produce some good music because the focus is on, yeah. uh, on the music, on the product, not on YouTube. So uh, it doesn't matter yeah. if you're beautiful people or not, it's what you put out yeah. there. And I, I, I think, uh. I think Big Blue World uh, is a, a good example that you are succeeding in that. Before we let you go, John Bon Jovial, okay. did you want to uh, did you want to get in here with a question for Neil? Well, uh, I don't know if it's a question so much as a statement. Uh, you know, you one of my favorite songs that you hardly ever hear on the radio anymore. You mentioned, yep. and that of course being Kiki D, and I've got the music in me, which is such a powerful piece of music yeah and yeah. uh and and i in listening to i didn't put two and two together while i was listening to a uh, girl in a gilded cage but yeah. i n now that i know that and now that i know that you're working in association with the uh gentleman that wrote that song i can definitely yeah looking back at it in retrospect now i can hear the influence yeah. on there and uh so yeah i think you have the music in you good uh, good on you oh. <laughs> yeah no yeah yeah thanks for that yeah we tried to do like um one thing we liked about pat was like the high energy recordings i mean especially that walking on sunshine which has been like an international hit hasn't it all around the world um and that's why we wanted to work with him and i think the important thing is he, he gets us and we get him and i think that's the most important thing it definitely helps you you've got to be uh you've got to be together as as we were discussing earlier you and uh and yeah. me getting to know each other and and to be able to feel yeah. where you're coming from and what you're trying to get across before we let you go That's i want right. to tell you as i do all of our guests once you're on the show you're part of our family we're always here for you we'll help you promote your music your tours or whatever have a page on facebook yeah. uh just check out the david bowers awards and uh, feel free to post 
anything to do with your music and careers there. Uh, that's what the page is there for. I put it up specifically so my guests have one more place where they can spread the word. Speaking of spreading the word, oh, right. tell the folks real quick where they can find you online. Uh, yeah, on all download portals. We're with a, a French label, actually. <laughs> it's a bit of a weird one. But um, they, they're putting our stuff out. WTPL, uh, Big Blue World is out now, the single, uh, which is taken from the album of the same name. Girl in the Gilded Cage, I've just found out today, is going to be the next single uh, that's going to be released. Yeah, and um, in the fall, we've got another album that we did with Pat called the girl who shouted love at the heart of the world, which will be released through the French people again. So, yeah, we've got a lot going on. And as you said, the critical um, reaction to it has been absolutely brilliant. I couldn't have written better myself, to be quite honest. Fantastic. We thank you so much for coming in and sharing your, uh, okay. your music and your story with us today. We do look forward to hearing from you and uh, having you come back and see us in the future. Give our love to D and to B and uh, hey, best to both of you. Thank you again, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks, Neil. Thanks. Simon and Brogan. This is Big Blue World. Someone else once said, love is all we need. Where have I heard that before? Somewhere. Hey, there you go. 
They call themselves Fitzsimon and Brogan. And uh, nice sound. Really like that big blue world. What a great show. We had a good time today after a rather shaky and scary start with music coming into my earphones from we still haven't figured out the source but hey we're done we got through another show we'll be back again next week with more guests more new indie music john bon jovial i think it's time for you to take us home yeah well you've wasted another perfectly good hour with uh the david bowers and the legendary john bon jovial and we thank you so much for doing that because well, without you guys, you know, where would we be? Well, we'd still be here, but you wouldn't know about it. So, you know, there you go. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for being with us this week. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in beautiful Naples, Florida, and from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona. We are available absolutely free on Blog Talk Radio and also on YouTube, iHeartRadio iTunes, Spreaker, Amazon Alexa devices, as well as SoundCloud, MixCloud, and some of these other silly musical platforms that exist out there on the internet. Be sure to click the follow link on our Blog Talk Radio page and like The David Bowers on Facebook and follow us on Twitter as well, if you would. We'd really appreciate that. Join us next week, if you will, for The David Bowers Awards, Saturdays at 12 p.m. Eastern Time on WRFZ FM 106.3. That is Rochester Free Radio and on Blog Talk Radio, Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 6 p.m. Greenwich Mean Time for all of you international bon vivants out there. For more great indie music and talk with the artists that make it happen. So until next week, for The David Bowers, Nick the Geek, our wonderful engineer, Hopalong Sarcassity, who really spoke entirely too much today, and all of our crew of rejects here at the barn, this is the legendary John Bon Jovial saying thank you very much for being with us. We really appreciate it. You guys have a great week. We'll see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards.